Every single Sunday, I like to try to chat to somebody who's within the disability sector at around about half past three. What normally happens is um, we end up doing something that's sort of recorded and play about five minutes of it. This time around, um, the producer who sort of works these interviews out and gets in touch with people during office hours and whatever, um, chatted to our potential guest and our potential guest said, no, I actually want to come into studio. And I was so excited, so excited. Why did you want to come in on a Sunday to talk to me, Nats? I think because I work in sort of the PR and communications and social media side of things, um, we all know that interviews are, are better face-to-face, I think, than, you know? than, on, than on phone. And there's nothing worse than speaking on a phone and it cuts out or there's bad reception. So um, I thought I'd come oh, in and, I and thought you were, just meet you. I thought you were going to say something like, no, Nicole, I, I love what you do on Human Shazam and I really wanted to see you. It's okay. I'll just contain myself. It's fine. Um, well, it is great to meet you. Yeah, I, it's I will great to meet you. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those weird things where I mean being in media for long uh, you you meet and you well you see lots of people and I kind of feel like I already knew you before I met you and and I feel like that with a lot of people and then I'm like I get like really awkward I'm like I actually don't know this person but I'm not I'm not like a crazy stan I'll, I'll never go up to a person and be like oh my gosh let's like sign my boob it's just like I really appreciate your work and I, I'm sorry, sorry I'm, I really I'm laughing at that because <laughs> people have actually asked me to do the that. boob so, sign. Yes, no, um, so it is a bit strange. No, but I think you know, for for me, it's is to try and be on on the ground mm. and and actually meet people and to show you know you are just a human being at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you know I worked extremely hard and my team worked extremely hard to achieve, but we still come from similar backgrounds. We still, oh, for sure. you know, we still live daily and we still go through challenges every day of our lives. So it's great to, to meet people face to face like that as well. Do you, do you miss actively being involved in, in South African sports, um, partaking and, and doing all the, all the matches, oh, it's not a match, it's a meet. Is it a meet? Something meet? Competitions, yeah. meets, Competitions. Yeah. Um, and as opposed to, I mean, you're involved in, in different aspects of it now, so you're not completely removed. But do you miss that competing, like the adrenaline and the the tense, the tension just before that gun goes off? Or <laughs> life was easy when I was a swimmer. No, yeah, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say easy. But uh, I think from that perspective, you know, when I walked away from the sport, um, I was very fortunate to have the team around me that said, Natalie, you know let's do this let's do this and I was actually able to achieve everything that I wanted to Um, there was no reason for me to still be in the sport there is Mm. no reason for me to still go back um, and try and prove anything that's so Um, crazy because for the longest time I'm sure that's the only thing you were working towards and then after that to be like okay now what did you when while you were competing were you already like actually I want to be involved in this 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 so you already knew what your next step would be um, I think I was ready to retire, had no idea what I could be good at. And everybody says, no, you know, you've got to stay in sport because, um, you know, you're a sports person. And I had this stubborn head that I, you know, I guess most sports people have a very stubborn um, section about them or part about them. Well, that's and, why they succeed. And I wanted to go into business and everybody said, but, you know, you're in sports. So why don't you stay in sport? And Little do they know how much business there is actually in sport as it is. Absolutely. But it's it's been a very big challenge because mm. people put you in a box and say you're the swimmer 
And mm. whenever you meet people, oh, the swimmer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can go to pictures. You can you can be in business and people will say to you, but what are you doing here? Like, And the conversation starts with sports and you think, and I just wanted to get out of it. Mm. And so it was very challenging for me in the beginning to, to realize that I actually had to accept what people were saying. And then we could move on and not just try and stop them and move on. Mm. Um, so I don't think I, I miss the sport. Um, I still watch it. I still, um, you know, I still... I still remember the days in which I was swimming. Um, no feelings to actually want to to go back. Um, and and at the moment, I think it's more of a challenge to become successful in another part of my life and, and in a, dif- a different sphere. I think what we're also so used to, and it's maybe our parents' generation and the, and the generation before that, is that you, ha- you start with the job and you retire from that job. Like that's the title that you have for the rest of your life. And then you have a you have a decent salary and you have a nice pension plan. You've got some medical aid. You've got your certain days of leave. And then you leave from there and you, and you retire. So to retire at such a young age and then they're like, they panic for you. And you're like, I got this. I'm good at lots of things. It will really be okay. And we have a generation now where you will maybe change professions four or five times throughout your life. And be okay throughout, whereas, like I said, mom, dad, grandparents will maybe had one job, whole life, and that's what they're used to. Uh, did you find that the people around you were as supportive or were they like, Nats, are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> I think leaving the sport, I, I hadn't studied and I didn't have time to study. So mm. I had put studies on hold until I'd retired from the sport and, and could go into it. So I think from that perspective, you know, everybody thought... You don't have studies. You don't have anything. Um, I thought I was more prepared than what I actually was. Um, and I don't think leaving the sport, you're ever ready for leaving it, even though you've been planning it. And and uh, I don't think planning it down to what, I, what I'm going to go into, but planning it in terms of getting your mind ready, getting yourself ready, um, mm. you know, to exit the sport. And, you know, you obviously tell media and you tell people a bit before the time that you're going to be retiring. Um, so it was tough. It was tough going through a few months of n- not having an identity, um, not being in that swimming pool. And you've got all these endorphins running around. What do you do with them? So I think from that perspective, uh, it's been, it was three years before I could finally find my first job. Um, what? And it was hard because you yeah. think, you think, sure, am I really worth nothing? No. Am I really worth you know that 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 i you know i'm not even given a chance mm. and and unfortunately that's that's the the problem is people think that you have everything but actually it's the complete opposite and mm. nobody actually gives you that opportunity so um plus you know i had no idea in my own head what i wanted to to do or to go into hmm. and only had you know those testings and and you know psychometric IQ vibes psychometric yeah. tests um, much later, so in, in about the second year, third year, um, I was given an opportunity. So it's strange, you know, and, and I, I looked at it the other day and I thought, you know, you, you're an ambassador for quite a lot of charities and you actually see a lot of the kids and what they're getting. And you think, you know, if, if we had something similar to that when, you know, we were growing up, yeah. um, you this know, would life would have been so much easier. For sure. Listen, if you've got any questions for Natalie DeToy, you can send them through via WhatsApp or you can call uh, WhatsApp number 0825505151 or the 5FM phone number 089-1100505. I want to call you almost like a Khaleesi, breaker of chains. I mean, you you broke so many stigmas. Um, For those who don't know, um, Nat was a Paralympic athlete, but competed with able-bodied athletes, which was a first 
for swimming as well for South Africans. It was a massive, massive achievement. And I, honestly, I think you need more props than what you than what you got. Seriously. So if you've got any questions, send them through. We've got Natalie Detroit in studio. This is a radio show. The weekend. In case you missed it, we have South African swimmer Natalie Detoy in studio. So good to, to to chat and to catch up. And there's a lot of things that you're actually involved in that since since you know leaving swimming, people are asking lots of questions on the WhatsApp line. I'll get to your questions in a bit, uh, but I have questions too. Um, in terms of in terms of what you're doing now, because I think that's probably. Um, I got it. One of the first tweets to come through was, oh, my goodness, my dad absolutely loves her and was talking about her just this week. What has she been doing? Why don't we see her on the screens anymore? So, Nats, I'll let you take away, uh, go go for that one. I think, uh, you know, leaving the sports scene was was challenging for me to find my little space and and uh, went out there and, and trying to find where, where I'm possibly good at um, other than sport. And, you know, found myself, uh, I guess... You don't really. I didn't really want to become an entrepreneur, but uh, you know, a lot of people put me in the bubble of an entrepreneur um, and fell into into as a social media strategist. There's two of us in the company, and and literally we work with a whole host of uh, companies. So, so um, are you doing like? Are you doing community management for certain brands on on social media? Yes. So, well, we can uh, do anything. Okay. Um, basically, you know, from starting up accounts to planning them to posting them to. Um, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, giving feedback on them um, and giving all the statistics. Analytics. And Analytics. Mm. So, you know, that's important. But I think what's what's more important is while I was a swimmer, I was created as a brand. And for me, brand is the most important. It's don't everyone you, has a brand. Everyone is something. And don't you hate the fact that pe- we're calling people brands now? I get so uncomfortable with that. <laughs> it's, it makes me creeped out. I'm like, no, no, I'm a human. No, you're a brand. Yeah, I think. Ugh. Well, I think. I mean, you, you, you are on radio, and and you know, people do see you as, as a brand, and whatever you do, people look up to, and yeah, you know, if you do something wrong, they will. That's know. the problem. That's the problem. Is that you are, as you said when you first started, we're all just human, and just because you are an athlete, just because you are um, beautiful and you're a model, just because you're on radio or TV, doesn't mean that you are, you know, at politician standards like we're held to we're held to such high standards now yeah yeah. but I think in terms of talking social um, and social media um, you know if you're not on social media they prove that you won't find a job um, mm. And th- those are, you, you know, very high statistics Did you at hear this that point kids? in time. But you've got to be good at it. Like if got- you can be on social media and it can also ruin your chances of getting Absolutely. a job. Absolutely. So that's where the brand or the reputation comes in. So yeah. each one of us would have that reputation. And that's where my passion lies. Um, and I know what good it did for me because it enabled me to do motivational speaking. It enabled me to earn some money in which I could gain no, the experience. The fact that you, <laughs> the fact that you were on Twitter or Facebook is not why you were a motivational speaker. It's because you're Natalie Tutoy. No, 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 no. So breaker so. of chains, mother of dragons. <laughs> no, no, no. So social only. Look, I, I was really mostly into my career when social started becoming something. Yeah, um, big. Yeah. You know, yes, we'd all. There was a, quite a lot of us that were on it, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Okay, put it that fair way. enough. So, so not my brand on social, but my brand mm. um, enabled me to be something in in terms of earning money. So earning money enabled me to travel, and the more I traveled, the more I gained experience. Um, and that's what 
I try and put into the social. So it's gaining that experience. It's to growing with it, to know that it's going to change constantly. Mm. Um, so it's more about your reputation and keeping your reputation on, on social. Um, so from brands to, to youngsters um, at school. Um, so it's, it's really just... I guess becoming a person, becoming something. And for me, if I, if I can call it, if you go through life, a lot of kids say they don't really know what they are, what they're going to do. Mm. And if you can already find like who you are on social media, like say for instance, I, well, not me personally, but you now say I campaign for, for animal rights. Yes. Um, it's not to when someone faces you and, you know, asks you about it and you say, no, 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 it wasn't me that shared it. Mm. Um, but to actually own it and to say, this is this is what I like. This is what I dislike. So maybe it's more the likes and dislikes um, rather than owning it. Um, so people get a better idea of who you are as a human being. Um, Absolutely. I, I would almost say that, so in, in terms of, because radio is, is my, my reference point, um, every personality that you hear on radio is is not entire. So there's other aspects of us that you don't know about. And it's the best of us, the best of that person or a, a, a type, a, a portion of them that you hear on radio. And that's the same with social media. Yeah. It's a side of me that I want you to see. A side of everyone that they want you. That's why you'll you'll never see the bad photos of some people. You'll always see when they're having good times and and those types of things. But it's um, yeah. I suppose you feel like you're you're understanding them and under, and getting to know them without physically meeting them. Yeah. So I think from that perspective, um, you know, trying to bring what I've learned into mm. the industry that I I'm now in. Um, and that's what it's about. It's it's finding the best in the person. Um, as you mentioned, you know, yes. We have other parts to us um, that do other things, but um, you know, it's it's who do I want to become? And and you start slowly. You start you know finding a little bit of, and you start reading more of what other people are doing. And in that way, you learn a lot, mm. and you you keep up with with what's happening as well. So and it be, you become a better person. Um, I think you know every day you ask a, a different question and you learn a different thing and you grow as a person. So. Um, you know, it was what I was doing and, and bringing it into something that I could carry on with what I was doing, essentially. Um, so if I had to ask you to list all the things that you're busy with now, as this person was asking, what is so clearly working as a, as a social media strategist is one big part with your, your business yep. and your business partner. So that's the one thing. Yep. I'm studying business uh, BCom. Um, through Da Vinci Institute. Okay. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm still in my first year with that. And cool. I, I get a bit busy sometimes. So every now and again, I, I can't submit my assignments in on time. So you're a business owner who is studying business at the same time. Pretty cool. much. Cool. Pretty much. Okay. Um, and then in terms of that, of other things I do, um, my term for sitting on the board as the athletes representatives for South African Institute for Drug-Free Sport um, is coming to an end now. It's been four years. And, and just joined as the athletes chairperson on the uh, SASCOC or the Olympic board. Oh, wow. So you're um, like, bye, hi, from one <laughs> position into the next. Nice, nice. Like You know, it. it's growing and learning. Yeah. And I think every board is very different as sure. to the people that you have on it. And you learn different skills um, with different boards. But going through all the politics that I did, um, mm -hmm. it was, an, I think, an interesting choice to come back and sit on the Athletes uh, Commission. And uh, it's been challenging also to get an Athletes Commission because everyone says there's a lot of um, politics and, you know, there's been fraud and, and everything like that. Mm. And 
But I think we really want to make a difference here. And and I particularly want to make a difference in athletes' careers um, and to go out there and for athletes to give back to athletes. Um, and then on the other side, we're starting something very different. And and it's actually a, a crypto um, crypto what? tokens that we, we're going to... You're going into cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency. That yes. is nuts. But for sport. So what? aimed at sport. So from okay. that perspective... Um, you know, that will hopefully roll out and, and that's a very exciting project that will, will be happening. Um, yeah, so a lot of things. That is, okay, we need to talk more about this cryptocurrency for sport thing. We've got Natalie Detroit in studio. Um, if you've got any questions for her, you can send them through um, 0825505151. Uh, that's the WhatsApp number. Natalie Detoy, the one and only, right here on the weekend play date. Yay! Actually, let's make this official. Let's give it a proper... Oh, I need to do this proper. Let's let's give you like three of them. Here, you ready? You ready? <laughs> hey! This is a radio show. The weekend play date with Nicole De Silva. We've got Natalie Detoy in studio, and dun dun dun, she's just dropped the bomb on one of her four jobs or things that keeps her busy because I suppose being a student isn't really a job, although it is. It's full time work, girl. That's full time. Um, you said that you are involved in. A cryptocurrency for sports people. Wada wada wa. So it's it's actually obviously not just me. There's there's a team. Um, okay. And there's something that was out in the market called my rugby CV, um, which was basically a product in which you know at rugby games they would send um, information on scores and information etc. to an online data supply, um, and from there. Um, it becomes like an online library, basically. So like a, a, a blockchain of information up in the whatever. Absolutely, but okay. driven by cryptocurrency. Um, so the beginning stages is, is cryptocurrency that will be put out into the marketplace. It's called Sports Podium. Um, and the, the, the coins will be, well, the tokens will be called Sports Podiums. Um, okay, you're going to have to take me back a bit. I, I'd, I'd like to consider myself an intelligent person, but you lost me. So it's, it's, is it money or is it information? It's both. No, so I don't starts, understand. So it starts with the crypto and obviously you, you, you sell crypto. So now you have coins in circulation. Okay. Then what ha- what will happen is sports people would possibly buy into the we're hoping will buy into the crypto um, tokens or the cryptocurrency, yeah, and then we'll start earning rewards for information that is being um, circulated about circulated, them. Circulated, um, basically, yeah. So anybody, if you're in a club, if you're in a province, if you're um, in a school, you're welcome to um, you know upload scores and pretty much if I can put it on par with like a, a medical aid scheme, mm-hmm. um, you will get rewarded with specific tokens. Um, later on, okay. as the years go on, um, it's it's hoping to become a lot bigger. So mm-hmm. um, more or less like a, a shop online, um, a space where companies can actually advertise. Um, so it's really taking, if I can say, um, hopefully getting money for athletes, for clubs, for provinces. So the more you you buy tokens, the more you get rewarded. Um, and with that, what will happen is hopefully um, you'll be able to take out a lot of the, um, you know, the teams that are chosen 
um, you know, they won't be favoritism. They'll actually be algorithms. Um, the My Rugby CV actually had a, a program that mm-hmm. ran where they actually were able to choose a team based on algorithms. Um, so the information was input um, and people actually inputted the information. And instead of saying number eight will be this person, number six will be this person, the computer actually chose that and could based choose on- who would be the best athlete. But can't you... Couldn't that type of thing be manipulated by, let's say, somebody pays a group of people to put a bunch of blockchain information about them on? And then the algorithm is in their favor because they will have more weight. No, so obviously it'll be different alg- different algorithms that will be running. So it's not just one product. Okay. Um, it, there will be different products. Um, and, and the algorithms, you know, there will also be... Um, so, for instance, if there are 10 people mm-hmm. in, in the crypto world um, or that own crypto sports podiums, um, that only a certain amount will be, um, will be allocated per day. Okay. Um, if there were 100, there will be more that mm-hmm. will come through. Mm-hmm. And not general like, like normal uh, crypto where... Um, everybody, it, anybody. Everybody, well, everybody and anybody, but the same amount is released every day. Yeah. So it is hoping really to give back to sports people. Um, and, and obviously not a South African product, a worldwide product. Um, it did work with the My Rugby CV and there are over 7,000 um, people who have signed up to My Rugby CV. And, and I know that, you know, coaches and, and managers actually, I think we're astonished to mm. see that these algorithms had actually chosen the best teams. Um, I've just come on board recently. So that is, is the history of, of how this product actually came about. It is a lot bigger than what it is. Um, but I think to give back to athletes as an athlete is something that is is really special. And I've always wanted to link business and sport. And, and I, this is my opportunity to, to mm. link that business and sport. Um, we Our crypto, our sale goes, um, our pre-sale goes on the 28th of August. However, you have sure. to be in steam it um, to be able to sell your tokens for sport podiums. So you, at the moment, you can't buy the, the, the tokens or the sports podiums. Um, you have to buy another blockchain in in order to swap for sports okay so i'm still not 100 percent understanding everything with cryptocurrency how long did it take you to fully understand it because i feel like a little bit of a stupid person right now <laughs> so it's it's been a real interest and and a few of our clients have been in this industry um, yeah. and innovation the innovation space mm. and so i think you know seeing it and and seeing it happen um, in front of you is is something really special and you will not know until you actually buy something so yes a, a bitcoin at the moment is i think worth 62,000 or 63,000 odd really? rand that's crazy but remember you can buy a bit so a you small, can, yeah not a, a full one amount, yeah not a full one so also i just need to say for to, for protection purposes we're not telling you to do any yeah. of this um, some people would say it's a form of gambling whatever if you can if you want to go ahead we're not telling you to but this is just elaborating on what Natalie's fourth um, time occupier My is yeah yeah yes no absolutely look I think um, it's not something that <laughs> that everybody should go out and do um, not at all but but that's how I got involved in it um, and and that's that's the journey I think it's something that's that has really hit home for me and something that's excited me um, and really it's it's not the actual playing in Bitcoin but the actual merging of sport and business very um, cool which is really special very nice. Okay, so Natalie DeToy is in studio. Um, we are slowly but surely going to wrap it up. 
And um, we'll do the quickie in about the next 15 minutes' time. So in case you're waiting for that, don't worry, it's still coming. Uh, any last questions, you can send them through 0825505151. Or if you'd like to call directly, 089 This is a radio show. The weekend play date with Nicole De Silva. So we are going to say goodbye to Natalie, but I just wanted to get a couple of things. I've been asking a lot of questions about what you're doing now, and we haven't really touched on what what I normally discuss, which is, um, I suppose, shedding some light on on the disability sector and and showing people that you are a businesswoman, you are a student, you happen to have a disability. You're not a disabled person who is doing these things. Um, there was an organization um, called, uh, gosh, WAND. Um, Karen Smith is the one of the founders of it. And it was an amazing organization with uh, a bunch of ladies who um, happen to have a disability, but they're all rock stars within their industries, entrepreneurship. Um, they, maybe they are specialists in their field and they would have these workshops where they would um, appeal to, to also girls specifically um, to learn from them and to have some sort of guidance. Have you found over the last few years since you've left um, being a being a sports person in the, in the spotlight that any part of your disability has had anything to do with your success or your trials or is it just the fact that you are a human being who is trying to succeed in something that is a new venture? Uh, two things there. So I think mm. I was very fortunate when I had my accidents that people actually got to know me because nobody knew me before um, as a swimmer. I mean, I went to Commonwealth Games and I had two legs. I was 14 when I made my first international team. So, you know... Wow. Met, I've met people that I don't think I ever would have met if it wasn't for my accident. And from that perspective, uh, you know, very grateful for it actually having happened. Um, hmm. And, uh, you know, secondly, I don't think people really see the disability. It's quite interesting because a lot of people call me Penny Haynes. So I think she must be a little frustrated. To your face. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> they get us a little mixed up. And I, I always think, you know, Penny's a breaststroker. <laughs> and you kind of need legs to some breaststroke, yeah, you yeah. know. So I don't really think that they see the disability. Um, I think they, they, they see more the swimmer yeah. um, part of it. And I think, you know, for me, after, you know, this last few while, well, this last while, my back is starting to hurt quite a lot because I don't do sport anymore. And I'm, I'm always on my legs and, and my feet. Um, and behind the desk on a laptop. Absolutely. So, yeah. so you start feeling all the niggles, and you wish you were back in sport. But, mm. but definitely no. Um, you know, I, 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 every now and again do some disability talks, and and I actually say to people, you know, we're just like everybody else. We, I might take a bit longer to walk or to do anything like that. Um, but, but challenges we have. But at the end of the day, we'll always go out of our way so that there aren't any challenges when it comes to business, when it comes to um, anything that we need to actually do. Hmm. Uh, when it comes to the um, organizations that, that you're a part of, I know you mentioned that you were doing something with um, with youth. Was that the one that you're leaving now, which was the um, uh, not doing drugs one? Not <laughs> doing drugs. for drug-free sport. Uh, you know, it's, sport is a really interesting sector in that um, the abled and disabled are now, they're trying to merge the two. Um, I, I I personally don't like it at all. Okay. Um, and, and it's always challenging because you have so many events that you have to take part if you, you're merging them. Um, and so, yes, we, we're there for the disabled and we're there for the able-bodied as well. So there are two different bodies and we're very mindful of... Um, actually doing things for both um, mm. both sectors and and from that perspective 
both sectors need to have the same opportunities and um, you know be afforded the same opportunities as well. If there's anyone who wants to, I don't know, reach out, get in touch, find out about Natalie's next talk or maybe wants to know what it is you're, you're doing. You did say earlier that you're very, you're very much a brand and you're on social media. How do we find you and where do we find you? What's the best way to do that? So because I do, I'm the typical, because I do others' social media, my social media is not so good and, and trying to, to grow that myself because obviously I've realized that people do look at it. Um, you can follow Nat Dutoy on, on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I'm Natalie Detoy. Uh, but Did you anyway. just say LinkedIn? I hate that one. I hate that <laughs> one. But all LinkedIn. the business people like it. Okay, yeah. So Facebook, Twitter, Insta, LinkedIn, Nat Detoy. Nat Detoy. Uh, LinkedIn is Natalie Detoy. Um, I know that a lot of people have uh, opened up pages on my behalf, and <laughs> that's how you know you made it, eh? So, and and really, you know, I think it's a great thing, and I would never have pages like that closed down. But a lot of them are Natalie Detoy. So if I don't respond, um, it's not my no, page. No, girl, you must get those things closed <laughs> down because then people are like, "Hey, I want to, you know, do this and this," and then somebody steals money from these people and must get them shut down they're not you so so well I'm I'm mm. Nats for that purpose <laughs> okay um, so she's Nats not Nats Natalie absolutely yeah. so I mean you can DM me you can you can message me um, I try and respond to everybody when I do get messages yay um, but uh, activity uh, hopefully will grow um, it's, it's starting to go more into business than into the sport but oh and you might have some people who are interested in the, the sports crypto vibe as well so that's maybe a good yeah so if you, if you want to get in touch find out more look it is launching on the 28th of august so maybe a little late now <laughs> no yeah look it's it's it'll only join the, the sports side um in when is it october november actually okay. going live next year so it's just the sale of the money okay. know, at this moment in time so it's quite an interesting uh, industry it's completely two different industries actually coming together um which is phenomenal and that's what i like about it it's so cool and that's good luck with Everything joining Sascock with the studies, uh, with the um, business that you started, with the crypto, all of it. Just good luck. Blessings on blessings on blessings. And thank you so much for hanging out with me on the show. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. And, and just to everybody out there, I think, you know, life is challenging no matter which way you look at it. Mm. And it's to, to face it. Um, if you have a disability, if you, if you don't have a disability, just, you know, get out there and work towards something. You know, each of us will have a slight disability in how we think. Um, and it's to get past that. So it's a good luck to everybody and uh, have a wonderful Sunday afternoon further. There we go. Brilliant words. Thank you, Natalie Detoy. Yeah. <laughs>